Whether you're a first-time poultry owner or looking to expand your flock, you can always use some helpful advice. Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered. With great info and products to help raise healthy birds in-store or online at farmandfleet.com forward slash chick days. There's a lot of moving parts right now in Washington, D.C. when it comes to farm policy. The Agricultural Retailers Association says it's their busiest time of year. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. Hunter Carpenter is the Director of Public Policy with the Agricultural Retailers Association. And we talk about everything from the Farm Bill to energy independence legislation to supply chain fixes. All of it's going to impact their agriculture retail members. Yeah, you hit the nail on the head. Obviously, it's the busiest time of year for ag retailers as they're getting ready to plant. Uh, But Farm Bill is certainly an issue that ARA is incredibly entranced in right now. Um, Worrying about can it get done this year, first and foremost, but also trying to preserve our crop insurance farm safety net programs conservation programs at NRCS and also trying to make sure that uh, ag-retailers have a seat at the table in these discussions with our lawmakers on Capitol Hill. You know, about a year ago, last time I talked with the Ag-Retailers Association, supply chain was kind of front and center. Have Has that issue resolved itself? What are you seeing on the supply chain front for our farmers to get access to what they need? I would say that it's gotten better, certainly with the Ocean Shipping Reform Act that Uh, helped us on the supply chain side, but uh, we continue to see problems on the rail side of things, um, not only with safety issues, but also with uh, contracts and on-time deliveries of product. Uh, We work with our rail partners to try and prevent uh, those issues from happening, but we continue to be, as supply dealers, it's of the utmost concern that we get our products to our farmer customers on time for their uh, planting season. What are the railroad issues? I think the rail issues are, it's a, there's a multi-prong uh, problem there that we have to uh, approach from a number of different fronts. Safety issues are part of it. Labor disputes uh, continue to be uh, a part of the issue. And I would also say that there are volatile markets that we're involved in, both on the pesticide and fertilizer issue side of things, that we uh, are always trying to stay on top of. So we want not only to get our products uh, to our farmer customers on time, uh, but we also want to do so at uh, price levels that can be uh, at a a level where they're not cut off guard, right? So uh, we want to make sure that our ag retail members and uh, the suppliers and manufacturers of those products enter into contracts at uh, a time of year where they know what they're going to be paying for products and aren't caught off guard by market challenges and, and volatility. What's causing some of that price volatility in the fertilizer market today? I think the biggest thing is continued issues on the energy front. So the administration has had policies that we think are intrinsically linked to prices uh, on the fertilizer side of things, uh, particularly on the natural gas side of things, as it's used in a, as a major feedstock for uh, the production of nitrogen and, and ammonia. We want um, to make sure that we support an all-of-the-above energy strategy. Uh, we were supportive of H.R. 1, uh, the energy bill that passed the House. We want to make sure that more than anything, we have prices uh, in energy markets that are competitive, but also we want to cut down on some of the volatility. And I think 
some of the uh, practices and uh, regulations that have been put in place by the administration have played a huge role in um, higher prices on the energy um, markets. Can you tell me more about the all above approach? So what, what are you asking for specifically? Does this have to do with like the wind, solar, electric vehicle movement? Does this have to do with America still producing its own oil? Yeah, ARA supports American energy independence. We believe that we have the necessary energy inputs available here if we do it the right way. We support, we're supportive of wind, solar, nuclear, coal, hydraulic. Uh, I mean, you know, we are uh, generally supportive of an all of the above energy approach because we think that the more options people are given for energy, uh, the lower prices will be in terms of how that impacts delivery of products. We also have seen, you know, an increase in the price of diesel and gasoline. That affects how uh, products get delivered to farmers. You know, if the price of diesel continues to go up, it costs the farmer more to harvest. It costs the agri-retailer more to deliver products to their farmer customers. So energy markets have a huge impact on everything that ag retailers do. Now that's the sentiment coming from the Agriculture Retailers Association, but what's the appetite like on Capitol Hill for that type of all energy approach? Look, we've already seen legislation passed on the House side. We would urge the Senate to take up that piece of legislation. Time will tell on what the appetite is over there. But we continue to hear from our partners and constituents in rural America that the practices of the administration and how they're affecting energy markets are affecting them negatively in a huge way. So those are some of the standalone legislative priorities that, that you're focused on. Now let's talk about the Farm Bill, where you referenced crop insurance, some of that, that climate smart money going to farmers. Tell me more about the conversations you're having now regarding Farm Bill 2023. Now one of the biggest ones outside of the crop insurance and conservation programs is We'd like to see a more streamlined certification process for technical service providers. There's been language in the last two farm bills around technical assistance and how that's provided uh, to the farmer customer. And uh, the ag retailer plays a huge role in putting together nutrient management stewardship plans for their growers. We continue to see certification issues and, and uh, NRCS taking uh, a long time to certify TSPs. Uh, we think that the ag retailer wants to work in concert, not in lieu of NRCS staff. We know that they have huge shortages at NRCS uh, at the state levels in trying to get these conservation plants put together. We want to help them do that and fill that gap. Uh, one thing that uh, we see as a huge plus, we expect legislation to be introduced to improve that process and try and give some teeth to the language that we've had in the last couple farm bills so that the TSPs are certified in a timely manner so that these programs and these plants can be put together in a, a way that's effective and can help that grower know what they're going to do ahead of planting, whether that's cover crops or no-till or strip-till and some of these conservation practices that will allow them to, to make a dollar. Tell me about the timeline for the farm bills. Is it still projected to finish up in 2023 or how are conversations looking on getting that date extended later? I think everything is kind of dependent on the debt ceiling negotiations that are going on right now. We're waiting on leadership from both the House and Senate to put forward a plan on that and then I think the discussions on the farm bill 
which have already been going in in earnest could start moving that that process along. Obviously, it needs to get done by the end of September for the vast majority of some of those programs, but um, some of those programs uh, which ARA does not take hard positions in, like the nutrition title and the commodities title, will be held over um, through the next fiscal year. But um, certainly, we would like to see something get done before December ends because uh, the last thing we want is for these farm bill discussions to be bogged down by uh, the presidential election year in 24. Just to help people understand, why do these debt ceiling conversations matter and what does agriculture think about it? I I think it gets kind of wonky on the policy side of things when you start talking about how the government pays down its debts and how it uh, absorbs uh, some of those debts. So um, raising the debt ceiling allows the country to then borrow more money to pay for uh, some of these government programs. So they're all kind of linked together. Anything that the government's involved in is obviously tied to the government's debt limit. So the sooner that that gets done, the quicker that the discussions can go on for other programs and how they get paid for. Catching up with Hunter Carpenter, he's the director of public policy with the Agricultural Retailers Association, and he says he also feels good about the relationships that agriculture groups such as the Ag Retailers Association has with lawmakers and regulators on both sides of the political spectrum. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Stephanie Hoff.